Have you ever had a dream that is so real that when you wake up, you feel like it really happened? For example, have you ever, have you ever dreamt that your kids did something so unbelievably crazy or bad or even great that you woke up with the appropriate emotion and you just, it was hard to shake? Or here's one, some of you might be able to relate to. Have you ever woken up from a dream where your spouse was doing something so unbelievably wrong or unimaginable that you can't help but be mad at them and just <laughs> I mean I don't I don't believe in holding them accountable for anything that happens in your dreams but man that emotion is so real when you wake up have you ever cried yourself awake from a dream I know I have I've even laughed myself awake uh, definitely snored myself awake it's funny how dreams speak to us so clearly sometimes. That's definitely one way that God started speaking to me. I'm going to tell you about a very recent dream that he gave me. This message was something I desperately needed to hear. So stay tuned to hear more. Thanks for joining today. Are you tired of social media posts that boast the perfect family? Has it ever made you question what you are doing wrong? Have you ever questioned why God would entrust you to raise another human, let alone two or more? Well, my friend, you are in the right place. I'm here to assure you that God does not make mistakes. You are the parent of your children on purpose. That's right, you, in all your imperfection. I want to encourage you that with God's help, you can parent your kids exactly how they need. Sure, you'll make mistakes along the way, but we have God's grace to fill in our gaps, and He's just waiting to lift you up and help you out. So join me today as we partner with God in our parenting journeys for an uplifting message of hope. But don't forget to say hi to God first. He loves you and is waiting for you to hang out with Him each day. Ready? Let's go. Psalm 119 verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I remember that and I think about that every morning when I wake up. And I go into the kitchen, I make myself some coffee, I grab my Bible and my Bible study and I sit down and I put his word first. And I've enjoyed doing this for years. It's part of my morning routine. It's what I need. I feel lost when I don't start my day with his word. Matthew 6 verse 33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And I take that both literally and figuratively. I do like to seek his kingdom first through his word. But, of course, that is meant to be applied to all situations and all things throughout your day. All decisions made, anytime you are in need of his strength or his mercy or his grace or his patience or self-control or whatever you need, seeking him first is always the right thing. During the beginning of COVID two years ago and the world shutting down and everything just stopping was a huge gift to my spiritual life because I really immersed myself into the word of God and into my time with him. I must have spent two hours every morning at least just 
diving into, I had five different studies going, five different devotionals going at a time, and they were wonderful. And I don't normally do that. That's quite an overachievement for me. But it was what was going on in my life at the time. It was what I had available. And I had the time to do it all of a sudden. And so I wasn't rushed to make sure I got through my Bible study and my time with God so that I could then go on with my day of educating my kids and getting housework done and all the other things that come along with a busy life. In homeschooling especially, That's that was most of my day. But because of the slowdown, I was able to really dig in and it was beautiful and I've never felt closer and more intimate with God than those times and it really made my days special. It really drove the heart of my day and I definitely felt like I had a closer relationship with my kids, being in more tune with them uh, than ever and uh, it was because I sought him first and I gave him my best, honestly. So I want to tell you about a dream I had last week. And it was so real. And it was so intimate that I actually, I, I woke up and I had to text my two closest uh, spiritual buddies. If you don't have any spiritual buddies, you, you can, you got to find some, at least one, because it's so good. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. But I had to, I had to text them and say, oh my gosh, you... I I was convicted about this. So let me tell you about my dream. Let's see if I can recall it, first of all. Because, you know, dreams tend to fade after a while. But I feel like this message was so real. And, in fact, I could even probably pull up my text messages and just read them. But I, it, the, the basis was this, that um, I was talking to God. And he convicted me that I was spending time in the Word every day, which is great. But... The quality of the time I was spending with him, not the quantity, but the quality of time I was spending with him was kind of like in and out. So parents, picture this uh, or anybody with uh, any adult that has like younger siblings or whatever, whoever is listening that can relate to this, but parents especially can relate. You know, kids just kind of take for granted that you're there and that what they need is around for the most part. Um, You know, they, if they need... (laughs) <laughs> they need toilet paper when they go to the bathroom. It's there. If they need food when they're hungry, it's there. If they need to wash their clothes, the laundry, the the, the washing machine is there. The detergent is there. If they need a roof over their heads, they have one. If they need a bed to sleep in, it's there. They just kind of come and go in the house as if everything is just there. And there's no real major level of appreciation for just everyday things. And even And that includes mom and dad. they take us for granted, don't they? Most of the time it's in their nature. I mean, we do it too with things, but kids are definitely really good at just taking life for granted because they just don't have a, an, um, a perspective to understand that it could be totally different. So they just, you know, life is good. Everything's there, whatever. There's no need to be thankful for every little thing. That's just that. So God was showing me this as if I was treating his house that way. And I don't mean the house that I live in that he's given me. I mean like his house, my life, my temple, the world I live in, the blessings I have, but my time with him, that house is what he was talking about. That I was just kind of in reading the word, learning a little bit of something about him and then taking it with me and then going on with my day. 
I wasn't diving deep into my relationship with him as much as I had been. And I've been feeling it. And it's been kind of, he's kind of been, you know, inkling me here and there saying, you know, um, maybe you should spend a little more time in this. And how about we hang out a little more here? And maybe you should maybe add another devotional. So you're in with me longer. So I have you in my grasp and can get your attention. So it was little things like that that I was feeling, but I wasn't paying attention to. I wasn't ignoring them, but it was kind of like, I'll do that later. I'll put that on my list for later. It was on my list. It wasn't at the top of my list. So I was in and out of the word and it was great. It's always been great and I love it. And when I'm studying with other people, it's amazing. And I always get something beautiful about God's character, about his nature, who he is and who I want to be more like. But that's it. I wasn't really diving deeply into prayer. I wasn't just spending and immersing myself fully, like diving into a pool kind of immersion, into my time with him like I had been when there was nothing else going on. Now, granted, my time is much more limited, but isn't he beyond time? Why am I acting like a little child who just takes him for granted? Why am I acting like that? I, wouldn't, I didn't mean to. I didn't even realize I was for a while, honestly. I thought I was doing the right thing. And I'm not saying that if you're, that's what you, where you're at, that's the wrong thing for you right now. I'm just telling you my testimony. Because I, in my, so more about my dream. So not only did he reveal that to me, but at that moment, he put that on me. I lost it. I broke down in my, this is all in my dream. I broke down and I was confessing and I was sobbing and I was begging for forgiveness and I was praising him and I was worshiping him and I've never done something like this so deeply in my real life as I had in this dream like my whole body was just his fully submitted fully uh, convicted and just begging for redemption from my sin for not doing what he had been asking me to do the way that he wanted me to do it. Because any part of that that I didn't do was disobedience. And I was just so convicted, you guys. This is one of those times I woke up crying. And I just sobbed. I continued to sob when I woke up. And it was beautiful. It was cleansing. Jesus cleanses us from our unrighteousness. It's funny because this week we're jumping into 1 John in our study for our community Bible study. And our memory verse, the first one is, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of our unrighteousness. And that is exactly what happened in my dream. His timing is perfect as always. And I, I have to laugh because he's so good at that. And if, if I'm not diving deep and spending time like he needs me to be, well, he didn't need me, he wants me to be doing, and I need it. I'm not passing that on to my kids. I'm not as desperate to make it a priority for them too because I'm not desperately making it a priority for me. Yes, I'm spending a few minutes in the Word every morning. and I do. I'll, sometimes I honestly, I rush through it because I want to get it done because I do have to do it again with my daughter, So, which is fine and I love it, but it's a totally different experience when it's processing with her than it is with me and just me and God. 
and his word. You know, so it's like Jesus having Jesus on my lap. You know, I've got my Bible open right on my lap. He's the word of God. I get to hold him every day in my hands. And that's a privilege. I have been taking that for granted. Like my kids take most everything for granted. I mean, they're not brats or anything, you know, they're very grateful kids for the most part. They're wonderful and they're kind and they're considerate and courteous, but they take things for granted. They're kids, right? That's what they do. (laughs) And it's up to us obviously to raise them to be appreciative of things and grateful and, and kind and courteous. But I mean, we're human. We're all doing that at some level. So I wanted to share that dream with you because I thought it was a beautiful picture of conviction. I thought it was a beautiful way for, and gentle, a gentle way for God to reach me. He's so good. He knows exactly how we need to hear from him. That's not going to terrify us, but it's going to lovingly correct us because that's who he is. He is a loving God, but he also wants to make sure that we're walking in his way, that he is the lamp to our feet. Okay. So that we are looking at him as the perfecter of our faith, right? All scripture is breathed out by him. It's all profitable for teaching, for reproof. That's what he was doing with me. For correction, again, same thing. And for training in righteousness. It's all meant for the good of our souls. And so that's what he was doing. By the way, that was Second Timothy 3.16. If any of you are taking notes, don't take notes if you're driving though. <laughs> You can come back to this later and it will still be here. I hope it's if I upload it correctly this time. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I didn't and I didn't realize it. So sorry for the, the, the radio silence there for a while. Um, that was completely unintentional. All right. So that was my dream. That was my experience. And it, I mean, gosh, guys, it wasn't really a dream. It was just the method in which he chose to speak to my heart And I'm carrying that with me as a reminder that every time I open his word now, I'm not convicted about it anymore because I've gone through that with him already and we've, we've processed it and I'm redeemed from that, but I'm doing better. And I'm remembering every time I sit down now, okay, God, let's make this quality time. Let's make this good. How can I make this the best time today? Because this is my favorite part of the day. And I don't want to take it for granted today. So what will you teach me today? How can I serve you better today? What can I take from your word and impart in my life today? What do you have for me? Not, not it's, and it's not about like, gimme, gimme, gimme. It's, I want to take this and I want to serve you better. I want to be a light, a brighter light. Each time I read his word, I want to be able to be selfless and be about him. And I mean, I hope that I am, but I know that I'm not always, I mean, I'm a human. I, I sin, I'm a sinner. You know, that's just the way it is. But the goal for us, right. For, for our, us humans is to become more like Jesus each day. And if we just don't do anything, if we just say the sinner's prayer and we move on, that's not, true redemption. That's just going through the motions and you continue to live a sinful life after you, you've said the sinner's prayer or whatever you do to profess that you are a believer in Jesus. You're still living in darkness. But if you take that to heart 
and you've let him transform you every day. And you're going to move closer and closer to who he is. You're going to grow closer to him in relationship. And you're going to want to walk the way Jesus walked. Because that is our goal, right? To walk the way he walked. To spread his word. To share the gospel and the love of Christ with others. Because, okay, so I'm going to give this example. Maybe I'm derailing a little bit. I feel like maybe I am. But I'm going to go for it anyway. Um, you know, frankly, the whole spreading the gospel thing is probably the hardest thing for me. Not because I'm afraid to speak about it. I'm a much bolder person. The closer I grow to him in relationship, the more strongly I'm not, I'm not afraid. But, you know, it can be very awkward sometimes. So I just listen for him to say, okay, here's the moment. Go for it. Just say it. Just say what's on your heart. Don't forget to include me in that, by the way. Okay, God, here I go. But the example I keep... Um, Reeling in my head whenever that opportunity arises is, if a Mack truck was about to hit this person, am I going to try to rescue them, pull them out of the way? Absolutely. And I equate, I, I equate sharing the gospel with somebody, sharing the truth, with saving them from a Mack truck that would surely hit them and cream them. I don't want anyone to go to hell, even my worst enemy. I'm not wishing them to go to hell. Uh, there was a time in my life before I knew Jesus that I absolutely did. But because I understand the extent of it and I understand that I'm not carrying any of this guilt and shame and, and vengeance with me around anymore. Um, I might not like what someone has done to me in the past, but I am not going to carry that with me because that's on me. That's my baggage and I don't want it. I don't want the baggage. That's on them. And you know what it is? I give it to God and I let him deal with it. But I don't wish anyone to go to hell. I don't care how much of a jerk they are or how much I disagree with them or how much they've hurt me. And I've been hurt a lot, guys. Uh, and I'm not going into that in here. But just know I've been hurt to an extent that some people would totally justify the fact that I do not forgive some people. Um, but I, I have, and it's the freest thing in the world. So how I got to here from my dream, I don't know. But anyway, I told you I was going to derail a little bit. So anyway, <laughs> spreading the gospel is hard. But it's necessary because God wants everybody in his kingdom. He, he sent Jesus for all. He has redemption for all. Because God has no limits. God can redeem anybody. Which is why when we see someone doing something that we don't like, we need to have grace for them because we don't know the whole story. We don't know their future. We don't know their past. We don't know the whole story. We assume way too much and we get angry, don't we? Um, but the more I spend time with him, quality time with him, the more I learn that his grace is sufficient for all. And it, that includes people that we do not agree with. And we, people we get mad. That includes road rage, guys. <laughs> you don't know their story. Um, and, you know, why get mad when it's such a waste of energy? Such a waste of energy. Not that I don't get mad, guys. I'm, I'm a mom. Of course I get mad. Um, <laughs> but I try to hopefully make it a justifiable anger uh, and then don't sit in it and then... You know, by sending it, then I apologize, ask for forgiveness. But now I'm I'm rambling, so I'm gonna stop rambling, guys, because uh, I think you got my point about about what God was calling me to. That that dream was in, intense. I would love to hear about any dream you've had that's so real when you wake up that you just you're so emotional about it, or you're even physically reacting to it, such as crying or screaming or 
punching your spouse who's sitting laying next to you, innocently sleeping with no idea what happened in the dream. I would love to hear from you. How about you hop on over to our Facebook page and share some dreams? Because I would love to hear it, spiritual or not. I mean, it's just, it's just so amazing how God can communicate with us lovingly and gently, but at a level that's so real. And yeah, so I just want to share that with you guys. Guys, I hope you have an amazing week. Uh, if you're on on vacation this week for, from school, I hope you spend a lot of quality time with your kids. They are a gift from God, and they are not to be taken for granted, even as much as they might take you for granted. Know that that's just their nature. They don't really know much better, and that means that they love you, and they're secure, and you're doing a great job. So praise God for the gifts he's given us to refine us, to teach us, to correct us, to teach us to love like he does. I mean, we get to do that because we have these beautiful children around us, always asking for stuff, (laughs) just like we do with God. Okay. (laughs) Just put that out there. I love you guys. And if you need any prayer requests, don't hesitate to email me or private message me through Facebook. All right, guys. And if you if you were blessed by this, please share it with somebody and leave a review. I would love to hear. Um, I will read all of the reviews. And uh, if you don't mind rating as well while you're there reviewing, that's a bonus. And I really appreciate you guys. Have a great week, guys. Talk to you later.